0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. I'm joined by my dad again. Other than one MLS game and a charity uh, golf event, no sports still. Still still no sports. A a lot of sports controversy, though. NFL players trying to change their positions. Uh, NBA teams entering the bubble for the restart of the NBA season. And ESPN... With a really controversial list of the top 10 quarterbacks. We got a lot of stuff to get into. Let's run it. And.
1: Oh, he hits the upright again. That's impossible. Dirk play. Oh, look Gronkowski.
0: Didn't have the angle. Touchdown. Oh, Kenyon Drake. always starting out with our news and headlines of the week in sports our first one a new way that NFL players are trying to maximize the amount of money on their contracts Uh, star pass rusher Shaquille Barrett from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Steelers outside linebacker Bud Dupree filed grievances over their position classification for the NFL this year Uh, they both signed their franchise tender as linebackers a couple weeks ago both want to be reclassified as defensive ends to increase their uh, tag value. A hmm. uh, 15 million is the tag amount for a linebacker, and inside and outside linebackers are not paid differently for. So it's just linebackers, the classification of position. It's about 17.8 mil as a defensive end. Yeah, I,
1: I, re- it's it's really hard to separate in the current NFL the difference
0: between a three, four.
1: Outside linebacker, and they
0: well, put your hand well, that, down. Well, that's rush. the problem. Is is both these teams play a three four defense, yeah. and I mean, uh, Bud Dupree played. I think it was ninety percent of the snaps was on the defensive line. Yeah, no, these guys are rushing the passer. They're, I mean, Shakil Barrett had twenty sacks. He he led the league in with sacks last year. twenty sacks, and D- Bud Dupree had twelve sacks. They both line up as defensive ends or 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 pass rushers maybe we should reclassify a new position as just pass rusher and then yeah. make a whole new you know position yeah, because I, I
1: think if you have 11 and a half sacks you rush the passer
0: well, well i would say that is this a should the nfl be judging this as a stats thing as a how these players play how the def- defense how that what formation they play in the defense how should the well, nfl why, really
1: why why can't this? why can't you just why can't you just
0: have inside defensive players and outside defensive players. I mean I mean you can but I think the objective is to make it less technical sure. and more.
1: But if you take the nose tackle, the defensive tackle and the middle linebacker and call that inside and you take the defensive ends and the outside linebackers both the strong and the weak side linebackers and call them outside, mm. you wouldn't have this issue. And we're talking about 2 million dollars. I I granted uh, two, it's two million dollars. <laughs> two
0: million. You, you say that. I think. <laughs> I did. I kind of. I, think, I, I I. I stepped on my tongue. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think these players are. I mean. Give them their money. I think. Yeah. I think this is. This should be just a simple thing. Simple thing. Is this? Is this like a, a general new thing? Because I haven't. I don't think I've seen this. I've seen it once
1: before. Once before. And you know, I, I was scratching my head as you were talking about it. I was trying to remember who did it, but somebody. Uh, has done this previously and they won their grievance as an outside uh, defensive end.
0: Well, I think also it's not just the tag amount now, it's seeing players like Demarcus Lawrence, Aaron Donald, these guys getting paid like a lot more than the average linebacker, so they're seeing the future of the tag rising. Sure as well. But
1: Aaron Donald's an inside guy, so he's helping the inside tag. Well Aaron
0: <laughs> again, that's another one. Is Aaron Donald a defensive end or a defensive tackle?
1: He's in everything. He's
0: in every exactly. He's, so should we is, should there be a tag for, for everything? Well he's were already they, making they, a billion dollars they take does it every, matter I think they should take every contract in the in the league and then average and then it's just an everything tag. Oh that's an idea. There's <laughs> another that's an idea. All right, our second uh topic of the episode NBA teams are starting to move into the bubble in Orlando. Here it's in our starting, hometown. Starting to uh, start the NBA season again. Uh, teams arrived to Disney uh, this week for the restart of the NBA that's supposed to start July 30th. Uh, the Magic, the Orlando Magic, were the first to arrive, obviously. Didn't, yeah. have, didn't have to drive very far. Nope. Uh, then followed by the Raptors, they joined. They came with uh, their bus that had the Black Lives Matter symbol on it. Uh, a lot of players on social media, uh, touring the the hotel, the the practice facilities. Uh, you saw t- players like Terrence Ross, Evan Fournier, Patrick Beverly, Miles Leonard, uh, all posting pictures, videos, and all the the food and the snacks that they brought because there was a lot of uh, Twitter was going crazy of the food that that the NBA players were were given. They were bitching. They, <laughs> they were bitching were, like were, little babies. They were crying a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, a little, a little over, a little privilege there. You think from the from what, the NBA there? They didn't
1: get their chicken frances with their spinach well, rob or well, broccoli the rob. Thing was the first night
0: or or not? Well, should I start? The MLS was like the first uh sport. sport to to sort of restart mm-hmm. even though it's not been very successful, successful but <laughs> they started with players pl- uh, moving into disney as well and their lunches were going viral because it was like it was like a, sand, a a turkey sandwich and the bread was like it looked like moldy it was just nasty well didn't they say that they haven't cleared the individual team chefs to arrive well that's the other thing is that i believe the team chefs are there was, like, a quarantine period, which the first couple of days, you can't, like, leave your room, and there couldn't be other, like, the employees, and it was just a, a crazy situation. And I think the chefs now, as we get more closer to the season, uh, come into the bubble and actually cook, you know, edible meals for the players. So here's my
1: question. They they can't order Domino's or, or Papa well, that's John's? that's what I was
0: saying. If if they want a pizza, they can't order. But I was thinking that because maybe they can't order it because, you know— Against the bubble rules. I'm, is it I mean, no sushi, no nothing coming in. Well well I did see there was funny Miles Leonard. I don't know if you've you know heard him, but he's actually a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. And he he was he looked at his food and he made a video and he looked at his food and he said, I'm not eating this. He calls room service and he goes, Do you guys have Bud Light? And he he was like, Yeah, I'll have all of them and he like ordered all the beer. It was really funny. But but then Rajan Rondo oh, right. he posted a, a picture and, he, and he, he titled it Motel 6 oh, Motel of his six. room. At, and they're staying at Disney Resorts. They're staying Resorts. at Disney Resorts for the NBA restart that they're trying to do during a pandemic. And his words were Motel 6. Uh, hey, Rondo, uh,
1: here, here's an idea. I will give you my room, my Uber Eats account, <laughs> and my wife's cooking, and let me go play basketball and be quarantined at the Contemporary.
0: Well, another thing was uh, each team, this was actually really cool. Each team has like a, a team lounge, mm-hmm. it was it was really cool. They had like retro arcade games, you know, Xboxes, PS4s. They had a bunch of TVs that they could just all the team could go in, you know, eat snacks, eat food, socialized. but it was also socialized and also as a uh, a film study room. Mm-hmm. That they also you know talk film, talk you know defenses off whatever, and it, it, the rooms were very cool. That was shown on social media, and. It was just. They're I mean, not in the prison
1: cell. They're not. It's very in, it in their dungeon. Nice.
0: It, it seems like a cool thing. You get to play basketball, and you know, it's like you're on a, you're at a tournament, like an AAU tournament. For you know, exactly. I month. want. I, I seriously, I want to hear no complaining out of an NBA player. I, I don't either. But leads me to the final thing. Uh, I know I talked about my title favorites. What? Who do you think is the favorite, or who is your favorite to win the NBA championship? Well, I mean,
1: the, from an obvious perspective, you have to, you know, first like the Lakers. You know, I mean, I, I just—it's very hard to feel that LeBron go against him. Yeah, and and uh, that that whole team is just stacked, you know, and and that's a strong team. Best to, duo to in the league with Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis is, is is a beast, and you know, LeBron just can take over the whole game. Yeah, I, although you know, candidly, there, there's some teams that I do like. You know, I mean, I. Obviously, I like the Clippers. Um, you, I, I'm not a huge fan of Milwaukee. I just feel like they're, you
0: know, they're so dependent on Giannis. So, so I had Milwaukee as who I think is going to win. But the biggest, the biggest thing in the NBA is the depth of teams. And there's, the, I would say, there's like six or seven, maybe maybe six title contenders that you could argue, and five of them. They don't have a bench. That was my biggest thing. Oh, Milwaukee Milwaukee is 12 players deep that could all start in, on an NBA roster. Totally track. understand. But that's why
1: I still like Toronto. You know, even without uh, – uh, what's his name? Leonard. You know, uh, uh, why am I – Kawhi blind? Leonard. Thank you. Kawhi Leonard. They still go, can run 10 guys, you know, onto that field. And all of them are are just little hustlers. They, they all have good role players. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like the the outside shooting – uh, Kyle Lowry was having a great year so I, I I still like Toronto I think they can make a nice run um I'm pulling from my magic I think they're young they're athletic if you saw a picture of Aaron Gordon man that boy has been in the gym the entire time of quarantine he, he is jacked um but and we got uh you know some of our players that were hurt back and you know there's definitely uh there's some teams that are going to be I think about this this
0: particular it's it is anyone? right what so I'm saying. There's going to be some surprises. You don't definitely. You don't know
1: surprised. who was training during quarantine. You don't know how the teams are going to gel when they come back.
0: You don't know how they're going to
1: play without motivation of a crowd. There's a lot of
0: people or uh, players, star players that they haven't joined their. If their team is in Orlando already, they haven't joined them because of you know personal reasons. What happens if there's some reason and they can't join them? Then you don't have your start. You don't have a, a key role player like the Lakers have lost some people and the. You know, the Nets have the Nets have lost everyone and they're now no, in no contention for yeah, a, no, a no, championship. No, the, the so. Nets have no chance.
1: But hey, in 2 weeks we're going to preview all the matchups and yeah. then
0: I'll get you some real answers. Of course of. And uh also it's going to be it's going to be awesome to have like 6 games a day that you can I can just watch from 12 to 10 at night of just NBA games, and then NHL games, and it's just going to be sports all day, all night. So will you leave your room to just go to the bathroom and get food? The, the bathroom and downstairs in the kitchen will both be, you know... Your two spots. My I two see spots, Okay, great. All right. And uh, on to our third topic, a more serious note in uh, sports this week. Deshaun Jackson has been on, on the hot seat for some anti-Semitic quotes on Twitter that he posted. Uh, he posted quotes on Thursday praising the African-American race, and accused Jews of having a plan for world domination. There was some, and these quotes weren't real, which was another problem with it. They weren't, you know, they weren't like factual quotes. Uh, he took the tweets down after heavy backlash and issued an apology and saying that he doesn't have hatred towards the Jewish people. And he was trying to amplify what he interpreted as an example of black subjugation.
1: Okay. I, I don't even know where to start because I was outraged when this came out. I mean, obviously, out- outrage for for multiple reasons. Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, first of all, I, I'm all about the different things that are going on in society. You know, the fight against racial injustice, Black Lives Matter. You know, the the topics of all minorities trying to find a way to have the equality that they deserve in a country like USA. Mm-hmm. But I had as a Jewish american i had a lot of issues with what deshaun jackson did and then and you know what a couple of things that really come to mind and then i'll get your opinion so number one i have a problem with athletes or just anybody in society taking information and posting it on twitter without any understanding well, well social media in, in social general. social media in general any understanding of what the heck they're sending out right so i mean deshaun jackson literally sent it out and he said that he had no idea he didn't even read
0: it he didn't understand it he admitted to not just this post but he said he posts anything that people send him (laughs) it's just an idiotic comment it is
1: it's it's it is completely ignorant you know Mm -hmm. and then for him to turn around and say i have love for everyone and i don't mean it and this
0: but obviously to get one thing straight he obviously didn't do this on purpose to say he has hatred toward you know jewish people and that you know that he likes, he supports Hitler. There was none of that. It okay, was so. I'll, gi-
1: I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he was not trying to be anti-Semitic. But the problem is, is that a lot of these athletes, they just start posting crap, right? N- no idea of It just what comes kind- down to why would you post that in the first place? What is, what is your need to post that? Keep it to yourself. Have some sensibility, exactly. right? Have a message, mm-hmm. have a clear message. And then, I mean, don't even get me started on Steven Jackson when he came to defend him, because that was the most insane thing I've ever heard. But if you have an idea, you believe in something, okay? You know, Colin Kaepernick, for all the heat that he took, believed in something, yeah. Mm-hmm. was willing to do something about it and for that i respected the fact that he had conviction mm-hmm. these other athletes that are just trying to jump on the bandwagon you know hopefully their friends th- you know, say they oh go look deshaun is trying to you know bring the black people up come on this has nothing to do with that this it's, was it's, this was this was a seriously very poor well, judgment the
0: eagles uh ended up finding him for his posts and hey if he didn't catch you know, eleven 1, hundred or eleven 1, hundred yards or a hundred—he he, he, would have a job. I here, here's the problem is that the only reason I hate Deshaun Jackson is because he plays for the Eagles. I get that, and that's that's the hard part for me is that, you know, this guy—he's a good NFL player. He's probably a good guy. He just made a very stupid mistake, and it's tough because the Eagles find him. They should have uh, find him a billion. Dollars. They find him a lot. He then uh, he joined, He met with an anti-Semitic uh, group. He also met with a Holocaust survivor and something else. Julian Edelman, I think we really need to praise him yeah. on his, you know, actions, his response to the issue. Uh, maybe you, uh, some of you don't know, Julian Edelman is a is from Jewish descent. He uh, he tweeted uh, on Friday morning. Uh, Deshaun and I spoke for a while last night. We're making plans to use our experiences to educate one another and grow together. He then released a two minute video on Instagram. Saying that how he's proud of his, his uh, Jewish heritage and how it's all about community and culture more than just a religion. He also invited uh, Jackson to visit the Holocaust Memorial in Washington, D.C., as well as touring the Museum of African American History and Culture to share and educate each other about their cultures. Yeah,
1: yeah you, know, you know what I really liked about Julian Edelman's response and the way he handled it was the calmness. And understanding that mm-hmm. I can step above and say, Deshaun... I can be the, the bigger person. You know, I don't even know if it was bigger person. It was more about, I will... I'll, I'll put out an olive branch that says, hey, let's talk. Let's have a conversation. I don't want to hate you. You don't want to hate me. There's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of misunderstanding. Well,
0: he, he, he put out a good point, which was there, there needs... It's not about, you know, it's, not, it's about equality, but... It's realizing that there's a lot of similarities between, you know, Jew, Jews and and sure. African Americans and historical struggle. Historical struggle is, is and, there for both parties. For yeah, sure. exactly. And I think I think the main it's educating on these topics and also educating on on using your platform correctly as an athlete. Well, I I couldn't agree more. The platform
1: is there for athletes, use it correctly. Mm -hmm. And I'll leave it with this one note. The best thing I ever heard anybody say, I think it was uh, Herm Edwards, right? When he was giving a talk to incoming freshmen in college, uh, Mm -hmm. athletes, he said, read what you're about to post over and over again before you hit send. Mm -hmm. Make sure that what you're putting out in the universe is what you want to say. Because you can't
0: take it back. You can't take it back. Whether you delete it or not,
1: you can't take it back.
0: And, and this is the other part. This is going to – it's these – not just him. It's ev- all these athletes that are posting stuff. It damages your reputation for your way whole more than, career. Way more than it
1: helps. Yep.
0: I mean these – it's it's one – there's there's two – I feel like um. there's two extremas to the situation. It's the people that say – you know, shut up and, and play your sport, which is not the answer. And it's not use your platform to, to speak whatever your your opinion is. That's not it either. It's use your platform at the the right level, at the ethical level. Agreed. All right, moving into our last news segment and our first segment of the episode, uh, college football. We haven't talked college football much on the show, but we're, it, we're getting close to football season, college football, NFL. And some news over the last couple of days of some Power 5 conferences announcing that they will only play conference-only games this fall for all fall sports. Aye, 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 aye. Not, it's, it's really, for NFL, you have the ability, there's only so many people in the league right. to control, and it's, it's a professional league. But when you talk about college, this is, how many college athletes are there? A million <laughs> it, it, it's 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 an it, it's a it's a way mm. larger number, and and to first of all these are college students. Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't be anything else. These are co- how how can you control? You can't control what a what a, these college students are gonna do. You're if, telling me when these college
1: these college students are not gonna go to parties. These college students are not gonna interact with you know mm-hmm.
0: girls. We, or, we've already seen in our hometown UC, UCF. Yeah, uh, a couple of UCF. Football players got it. Uh, a lot of UCF people were going to uh, bars that reopened, parties that reopened, and you know got the virus. They're, just... they're, they're
1: not paid athletes that you can put in a hotel in Disney. Exactly, they're going
0: to be out and about. But that that the NFL, the NFL can't even do that where they're gonna you, they can't have a bubble like the NBA or the NHL. Right, but they can have set guidelines that most smart NFL players will follow. And because they're getting paid and this is their, you know, their job. But think about, you know, let's say it does happen, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say college football happens. Well, well, first off, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have voted that they are going to play conference-only games. And other the other, you know, major conferences are expected to follow. Uh, the Ivy League has suspended its football season completely. And, you know, Notre Dame and, and many other schools... Their, schedule their schedules, they have one
1: game. Right. Well, I mean, Notre Dame plays the two pack Ten and the Big Ten and the mm-hmm. Big Twelve. I mean you're talking about, first of all, now having to revamp the whole schedule. Whole schedule. Right? And then who are you going to slot in to play these teams? Is Notre Dame going to play UCF? But, but then here's the problem. Or is Notre it's, Dame going to go
0: play Appalachian State? The problem is, is now they have they have no, you know, they really have no excuse to now they have to slot teams, but then it's the same thing that goes back to Power Five teams not wanting to slot, you know, the better non-Power Five teams because they're, you know, they don't want to play them. They they, it affect their record. But now you have the opportunity to, and they're still not going to. It's just well, all right. So tell me this: so
1: has the Citadel and the College of Charleston fielded (laughs) calls from every Power Five
0: team this week? You know, the Citadel. they love playing Alabama yes, they yearly. Do. They get their and I money. Think, and they I get think the they'd quilts. love to add Notre Dame and maybe LSU onto that. I think they'd love to do that. It'd be a great they, schedule. The, have the number one strength of schedule in the league. All right. So here's my biggest problem,
1: all right? So obviously in the pro ranks, mm-hmm. you have leagues. You give it a record. The top person makes you know the playoffs. You have wild cards, the whole nine yards. In college football, it's all about your strength of schedule, yep. your record, you lose one game or
0: two games, your season's over. And also, all these schedules have to be the same amount of games. Yeah, because you can't have Notre Dame that plays seven games and Alabama that plays twelve and then rank them the same. I, I even still, if even if Notre Dame plays, you know, seven top twenty-five teams, which they're not going they're, to exactly, they're not going to. I mean, they're going to fill up their schedule with mostly the ACC teams that they play and a bunch of but, C- Division three. But teams. only the only the Big Ten and the Pac twelve have officially done it. I expect in the next couple weeks that most of the big or the power five conferences will. And also, a vote by the major conferences is happening at the end of the month to decide if there even is a college football season. Well, I mean, isn't there any consideration to just moving it to the spring season? Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I totally think that's going to happen because I think there's no way this, this happens. This is supposed to start in, in one month. Two, a month and or six weeks. Yeah, six weeks. The season starts. Yeah, L- last week of August. I'm pretty sure. Last week of August, first week of September. Yeah, I but there's I, I don't I, see I, it. have you heard a lot about them moving it to spring? No, I mean the the uh, the the NCAA commissioner of the the college basketball came out and he said that he has no plans to move the the NCAA tournament totally, which is you know months away. Yeah, we're talking eight months. We're away. We're talking months away, but. I think this is they they, they haven't addressed this as, at all really except for the last couple of days with the canceling of the season. This hasn't been addressed to what's going to happen. No, so I,
1: I my there's, pers- been a,
0: there's been a lot of ads coming out saying they don't think it's going to happen, but I don't just think it's going to happen. I don't I don't either. I truly I, believe college football is going to be canceled, or or postponed and they play in the spring.
1: I don't think they're going to play in the spring. I mean, think about the spring. They put it in the spring. Mm-hmm. Now you're screwing up the the
0: draft. right that's also the thing what happens if let's talk about they cancel the season what happens with the draft does do the players that were were supposed to be draft eligible they just they they just have to judge off the last season
1: I think they're going to get two options one you're going to judge them off that with a larger combine and some Mm -hmm. other you know type of workouts you know, maybe a senior bowl or, or things like that in the mm-hmm. spring. Yeah. Or these
0: kids are going to get their extra year of eligibility okay. and play next year. So let's say they get the extra year. I'm going to say most, maybe not you know the top guys that want to you know their money and want to mm-hmm. play in the NFL, but those guys that most guys are going to take that extra year. Now, what ha- are you going to have enough players in the draft? Enough enough good prospects in the draft because obviously there's going to be you know some of those lower guys that maybe take advantage. But is there going to be enough good prospects to have a full seven-round draft?
1: Well, you're going to see that the lower-end marginal
0: players in the NFL keep their jobs for another year. Well, that's also, I mean, but it, all right. Let's say it gets postponed till mm-hmm. the spring. Then does does the NFL does do they delay it? Yeah, Do they I don't they delay the season? it's just it's, kinda, it's, it's way too complicated it's, it's very right complicated. you you put this
1: in the spring mm-hmm. which also competes with basketball, basketball and to some degree baseball but you know and it's with some two sport players mm-hmm. you know but you delay the draft you end, then you have a problem with safety because you've got these guys playing in the spring a full season and then what exactly three months three later months, they're starting yep. again in the fall you know for, for the following year I don't see it happen i I truly believe it's going to be we're playing this fall or the season is canceled, and right now, my gut—if I was a betting man—and sometimes I do—I'm
0: betting it's canceled. I, w- I would have to agree. It, it's sad because college football is is awesome. College is. football is awesome. It's my, one of my favorite things in the whole world. And watching nothing gets better than watching you know a Saturday night rivalry game. Yeah. At you know eight o'clock prime time. LSU Alabama. LSU Alabama. Nothing gets better than that. Yeah, uh, we're talking. ESPN's top 10 list of best quarterbacks in the league right after the break. But here, first, a word from our sponsor. Every year, ESPN released their lists of top tens of top, of every posi, most positions in the NFL. And they started this week, and they released the quarterbacks. I thought we'd start with the quarterbacks. Uh, ESPN asked more than 50 executive coaches, scouts, players, to help find out which quarterbacks stand above the rest. Now, this is actual play, and this isn't this fantasy. Is, this isn't fantasy. This is actual best quarterbacks right now okay. in the NFL. Got it. Uh, I'll read the list from 1 to 10. Okay. or ten. Should I do 10 to 1? No,
1: go 1, one to 10.
0: ten. Uh, number 1, Mahomes. No. Number 2, uh, Wilson. Number 3, Aaron Rodgers. Number 4, Deshaun Watson. Number 5, Drew Brees. Number 6, Lamar Jackson. Number 7, Tom Brady. Number 8, Wentz. Number 9, Dak Prescott. And number 10, Matthew Stafford. Um, It's a... It's like... I think I would have nine of these guys in the top ten, but I just have a a different order. Really, I have a problem with with two or three of these guys being over the other.
1: Well, the biggest problem I have right now is how do you have Tom Brady as seven?
0: It's a yeah.
1: any list that has top, <laughs> Tom Brady top ten quarterbacks in the NFL that doesn't have Brady in the top five is a list that's worth crap. You, so you think he's in the top five? Yes. Of, co- of quarterbacks now?
0: Yes. I okay. wouldn't I wouldn't have him in my top 10
1: again right now. Part of this is impartial be or, or is uh, all over the place because what what are the characteristics? Well, the, the char- We're talking about winning. We're talking about leadership. We're, talking, We're about, talking about driving a team down in the last 2 minutes of, you know, the half. Is it the person you want with the ball in your hand? Well, I at think the end? it's
0: two things. It's based off the last season and it's based off just ultimate skill level on is this team, is this player, you know, Is this quarterback, you know, that has the ability to carry their team, their their skill? Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, number one, the best skilled quarterback in the league. No doubt. No doubt. We don't don't even have to talk about
1: Patrick Mahomes. We talked about his $500 bazillion last week. Yes, he is the number one quarterback in the league. But let's go right to Brady because they have Brady at seven. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have Tom Brady who, honestly, if there's any quarterback in the league that I want with the ball in his hands, if I need it, now, with the weapons that he has, come on, man. He's probably top three or four in terms of just overall the quarterback that I would want on my team. But is he going to
0: throw for 9,000 yards? No. But the problem is is that he has this stacked team, which I think it's like, it it, it doesn't have conclusive evidence to whether he is a, is still a great quarterback because you go from a team last year that he had nobody to throw to, and correct. now you have a team where it's the best offense in the league, so it's... Because last year he he had a, a very down year he statistically had
1: no offensive line a running game that was three yards in a cloud of dust and saying, nobody to throw on, to based on statistics and okay but I, let us let, look at the I'm I'm maybe I'm going with the eye test and the reality test and the reality and test the says of, that says that Brady on a team that uh, what's his name from uh, the, the quarterback last year
0: mm-hmm.
1: why am I blanking on his name I want to forget him forever uh, from Florida State. The one who threw for 30 touchdowns in 30 and Oh, Jameis Winston. Thank you. I can't believe I... That, that's how much I wanted to forget. <laughs>
0: Jameis Winston threw for 5,000 yards with this team. But, but that's the and other that's thing. And that's without Gronk. But the, but the is Jameis Winston on this list? No, because he's not a great uh, quarterback.
1: Agreed. Brady on Tampa Bay with everything that Brady
0: brings to the table. In my mind, in so, 2020, so
1: he'll be a top five. This is
0: player. how I, I interpret this list. Brady is seven with Wentz, Prescott, and Stafford below him. You would take Brady over these three guys on if you're taking a team today. I would take Br- for 2020 for for one season. For, for one season, I would take him over all those people. I would take him
1: over Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson. I would take Brady right now on Tampa Bay mm-hmm.
0: over Aaron Rodgers on Green Bay. I, I just, I, I think, I think there's, I think went the three there's three guys behind him. Wentz, Prescott, and Stafford, I think, are all better quarterbacks than Brady is right now. No. I would take him. All, those three over Brady. Wentz shouldn't even be in it. the top ten. What has Wentz done to prove that he's a top ten quarter? Wentz. The problem with Wentz, I I think Wentz is as you know overrated as you do. But the problem with Wentz is it's the it's the arm. T- it's the talent. He has he has the talent. There's no disagreeing that. He just he, he's not he, he, can't, he, stay he can't stay healthy. Every he can't win a playoff game. Nope. He, he was he was healthy for one quarter. The the backup quarterback on the team was better than him. It's it's just the if this guy can stay healthy, he's shown he has the MVP ability, and that's the it's the ability. It's the he has the potential to be it. He just do you, I don't think he's gotten there yet. Do you know who Carson Wentz is? I do know who Carson Wentz. Carson is. Wentz
1: is Kirk Cousins. Okay, they are good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They can lead their team to the playoffs, but in, and in they're big never going to win the Super Bowl. That's who he is, and why he's on the top. What is he? Eight top eight is. I think it's insane. I think that this guy is so overrated. He came out as this unbelievable prospect, right? You know who's not on this list? Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Who do you
0: think's playing better right now,
1: overall? Obviously, Jared Goff has more weapons, mm-hmm. right? And you know, Jared-
0: I like Jared Goff as a quarterback. I think he has a great, a great arm talent. Right, but do you put Jared Goff or Carson Wentz in the top ten in your list? I would have Wentz over. I would have Wentz in my in my top ten list as no, a quarterback. No chance. No I, he's not some other that. some other guys that received votes were Matt Ryan,
1: uh, eh. Ben, I mean he still can uh,
0: throw the ball, but I mean he's what he's also like 38, 39 yeah. years. Uh, old. Ben Roethlisberger, I, he's I, getting up there. I'd have
1: to see if his arm hasn't and leg played really and in like okay. two
0: years. Yeah. kind of. Uh, Kyler Murray, I don't think he's there yet. I don't. I think after this season, he has the potential to be a top ten. I didn't see enough of him to be that enamored. Uh, no, Kirk Cousins. I
1: I listen, Kirk. Cousin I think Kirk is, Cousins
0: is a great quarterback. He's just in clutch moments and in in big games he doesn't show up that's and it's just aw, a... that's crap come on stop that was the rhetoric of his whole career the last two years
1: in the playoffs he has showed up so and he won a big game against New Orleans so you know like I, I don't believe that crap at all I think that that's just a nice little story that you know ESPN wants oh you're to thinking tell. of you're thinking of Case Keenum no I'm against... not no I'm talking about uh what you call it Kirk Cousins this past year Who'd they
0: beat? Now I'm going. I gotta look it up.
1: All right, you continue on your list. I'll look it up. Well,
0: I, I if I would list my my top ten, I would have Mahomes and Wilson as my top two. That doesn't change. No. What? I have Mahomes and and then. You think Russell, well, is Russell the, Wilson? What? Russell Wilson is the second. It, do you? Because Russell Wilson is the definition of never having a team, and always, you know. He should have two Super Bowl rings obviously. Yeah. If they ran it at the one yard line. But I think Russell Wilson is the definition of a quarterback that they never surround him with anything and he oh they always make the playoffs and he's always a top 5 quarterback in the league of that year. He he oh he never has an offensive line. He's always he yeah. I mean, he scrambles around there a lot all day.
1: Oh, I get that. I look look I I love Russell Wilson and still Wilson. makes
0: a play out of it. With with Tyler Lockett and, you know, and that's basically it, and he had D.K. Metcalf, which you loved last year. I do love D.K. Metcalf. I have Breeze at three, which I moved him above Watson and Rodgers. I think Watson is—I think I've said this before. Watson, I think, is the most overrated quarterback in the entire league. All right right behind—or uh, right in front of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. I think he's very overrated. I don't think he's shown enough to be a, a top—to be the the fourth-best QB. I, like, I have,
1: well, you— we, we we talked about this last week, and I think this year we'll know for sure if Watson if is, Watson exactly. is a top five. Uh,
0: Rogers at four. I still think Ro- Aaron Rodgers. I hate Aaron Rodgers more than anyone. Okay, hold on, Aaron oh, Rodgers. Stop,
1: stop, stop in the middle of oh, this. You thing found here. the. I, of course, I found, found New it. Orleans. They beat New Orleans 26-20 yes, in overtime. Did. Okay, they okay. did.
0: so bite your tongue there. And then, and then what was the? Uh, I remember that San Fran game after they. I don't, got don't care destroyed. about San Fran
1: game. I'm talking about he won a okay, big I playoff do remember. game. In New Orleans,
0: now look up his Monday Night Football record. Oh, stop it! Just <laughs> Move on. All right, uh, Rogers. Uh, Rogers at four. I hate I, Aaron Rodgers, but there's no defi. There's no disagreeing that he is just he makes every throw. And you, the the amount of times that he has single handedly beat the Cowboys. Well, that's why playoff we hate him.
1: games. Listen, we don't hate the man. We hate the we person hate the who player. beats the Cowboys.
0: He. He is a he's a different quarterback than I've ever watched. Yeah, no, he, he he's extraordinarily he talented. He never misses a throw. No, he, and he he has he has nobody. They didn't even they have, draft a wide receiver. They have Devontae Adams, and he has he works with these little white guys that they find every year, and he works with them. He, look, he he's a he's a very talented
1: quarterback. He is definitely a top five quarterback, but he
0: is declining. Yeah, of course, with you know? with age and and. And just injuries overall and, injuries. Yeah, look, I, is he still a top
1: five quarterback in the league? Would I still want him on my team? Yeah, of course. But there's a couple guys that, that are missing here. All right? right,
0: at five, I have Lamar. I think Lamar is, is great, but you know, okay. as a as a, I don't really know because I don't know either. He's great. There's you no can't. denying he's a he's a. You have a very small sample. A small sample, and can he do this for ten plus years? Running around like so, I remember. I remember RG three when he came out that first year. He electrified well, everybody. I love RG three. Is one. It was one of my favorite players, not only in college but yeah. in that and ever. I loved RG three. And, and you saw that it was not sustainable mm-hmm. once he
1: started getting hit. Exactly right. Lamar Jackson, who still looks like his ankles will break if mm-hmm. I blow on him, is a guy who. But he didn't get hurt last year. No, I know. But this is one year. Defenses are going to scheme for him differently. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going be to a, hit him
0: if he does another. You know, I think there were what fourteen and two, 13 and three left. If he has another number one in the AFC season and the Baltimore, then he are deserves one, then, to be in the top five, exactly. But I
1: don't think you're going to see a increase in his passing yards. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a decrease in his rushing yards, and I
0: think you're going to see people hitting him left and right. Mm-hmm. And at six, I have Pre- uh, Dak Prescott. That's right. I couldn't. Maybe this is a little biased nope. as a Cowboy nope. fan, but I cannot, I can't do lists where Wentz is above him. I can't do it. Oh my God, I felt the same way. No, I just, <laughs> it's just you can look at, you can be an Eagles fan, a Cowboys fan, you could, you could like the, the the Montreal Alouettes. Yep. I don't care who you're, you're a fan of. Dak, Pre- I'll say it again. Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz, and there, there's no stat you can prove otherwise.
1: Uh, listen. I am absolutely positively. And, 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 in and agreement. the, the with
0: Eagles it. fans will say, "Oh well, uh, uh, Carson Wentz has always hurt. You haven't. See, these uh, Dak has played more games. Obviously, his stats are better. No, if you it, you can take Dak Prescott's first whatever games. Uh, the first. The first whatever games. games. Uh, no, no, not not even that. The first whatever games that that Carson Wentz has has played that Dak Prescott has also played. Dak Prescott has a higher completion percentage, a
1: winning percentage. Please let me give the stats. Please, 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 please. The floor is yours. Thank you. Dak Prescott, 64 games started. Wentz, 56. Obviously, Dak is much more reliable and can be on the field. Mm -hmm. Winners at a a starter. Dak, 40. Wentz, 32. They both have the same losses. Amount of losses. Uh, Pass completion, 1,363 for Dak, 1,311 for Wentz completion percentage, Dax is 2% higher. Passing yards, he's 1,600 higher for his career. Touchdowns are the same. Interceptions are the same. Winning drives, Dax 14, Carson Wentz 8. Yards per attempt, Dax 7.6, Wentz 6.9. It goes on and on and on. Rushing yards, Dax 241, Carson 206 on attempts. So, I mean, there
0: is no stat that Carson Wentz, and they both have two playoff appearances. What, what you can say is, I'll take that they are similar, quarter, not in their play, but stats-wise, and they're both franchise quarterbacks, and they both are ranked similar. But you cannot, there's no list that you can possibly say Carson Wentz, to this day, is a better quarterback. There's
1: not one respect. stat, or one eye test, or one reliability test that, put, that
0: should put Wentz higher on any list. At 7 I have uh, Matthew Stafford. I thought he was he was at 10. I I think he's better than I would have him over Brady. I would have him over especially uh, I would have him over Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Uh I think he's a, he's an underrated quarterback. He's a very underrated quarterback. He has to stay healthy. Yes, he, he has to stay I've talked about I talked about in my fantasy QBs. Mm-hmm. I think he has the ability this year if he plays 16 games in in fantasy to be a top 5 fantasy quarterback. But Stafford Stafford is a is is the definition of a stats quarterback because the Lions have sucked for ten years. Yeah, they're always
1: behind. He throws the ball hundred, you know,
0: two hundred times a day. Exactly, but I think you know when you look at his maybe his, his his record, his playoff record, it's not good. But stats wise, the dude is one of the best over the last decade.
1: Look, he again, we're talking stats, we're talking leadership, we're talking you know the person on the field that mm-hmm. you want the, the ball in his hands. He is a prolific quarterback when healthy, but he is unreliable to be on the field mm-hmm. he is a person who has had you know a lot of uh, interceptions so he you know sometimes gets a little too cavalier and a little too cowboy he is a very very talented person and he's a good guy and you know everybody roots for him if he could he's ha- the hometown yeah hero. If, if he could stay healthy the the lions are improving they have weapons around them they have a very solid wide
0: receiver mm-hmm. core. Right? He should
1: have a good year.
0: At uh at eight I have Wentz. No, stop putting Wentz on no, any but line. This is uh, I'm taking list. the ten the ten people they have, and I'm just I'm using the ten players they have because I'm just saying You're when, pu- you're
1: putting I, Wentz above Goff.
0: Yes. But I would have him I don't think I would have Wentz. Maybe Wentz is like I don't think I would have Wentz or Goth in my top ten. I just for the sake of this list, I would have Wentz at eight because no way in hell I'm putting Deshaun. I would have Deshaun Watson at 9 because I this isn't even a stats thing. I don't even need to look up Deshaun Watson's stats. Mm-hmm. I just from an eye test, he's just not I don't see the the phenomenon that everyone makes him out to be. I don't see it. Okay. At at 10 I have I had I have Brady, but I if I were to take Brady out, I would put Matt Ryan because he also was receiving votes for the list. I I would take Matt Ryan over. I think Matt Ryan is a very, you know, solid QB, has a, a really big arm. Brady, I just, it's just, wh- whether you're, you're someone that thinks he, you know, the cliff has come or he's still a, a good quarterback, I just, I'm taking all, all of these guys are better quarterbacks now than Brady is. Okay. So
1: here I just want to throw a couple names out at you and tell me if they have the chance to be in this top 10 in 2020. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one, Kyle Murray you Are you're saying this year or next year? This year 2020, you you just gave me your top 10. Mm-hmm. What are the chances that one of these that when we look back at the end of 2020, the end of 2020 and we re-rank, think, yeah, Tyler it, Murray will be in it, yes. You think he, will, he does have a yes, chance to be in. Yes, he definitely
0: has a chance to be in. It. Okay. What about um uh Kirk Cousins? No no. I don't see the Vikings only got worse
1: this year, okay? I Drew, don't Drew Locke, with all the talent that they've put around him.
0: No, there. Uh, Drew, I, I, he's he's good. I think the Broncos will be good, but I just named ten people that I would. Ah, I, that I and be, I'm asking you finish, if any of these people could could. You I don't think them. Drew Lock will be a top ten quarterback at the end of the
1: year. Okay, uh, Tua Tavangaloa won't play us snap. <laughs> I was waiting to see you. Won't be won't play us snap. <laughs> All right, and then finally Josh Allen. I just you know, to here's
0: here's jump. the problem with Josh Allen is that if you talk to a Bills fan, I actually know a couple of Bills fans, and they'll say, "God, Josh Allen is the most underrated." Have you see, if you look at, at at Josh Allen's stats, you know Josh Allen is statistically the worst quarterback in the league. Well, if you take the running out of it, <laughs> no, but I'm talking about passing. Yeah. He, he, I I think it was something like his pass is is like completion percentage was like. 45th in the league like how is that even possible some of the how, how do you how are you there's only 32 teams in the nfl yep. how do you rank 45th it was literally the most and he's like his 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 deep pass he's supposed to be the big arm guy right yep. and his deep pass his deep pass percentage was like 20 it was like 70 like what these numbers were were astronomically mm-hmm. insanely bad I I I think Josh Allen is is not a very I think he has potential I I think he, he you know he has a good run game but I'm I, I don't like right. I I would stay away from right, I, I don't think Josh Allen would I got I got be, I got I got two more names 10. for you okay Baker Mayfield yeah I I think Baker Mayfield has, has a chance to finish as a top ten I I think he I don't see the problem with Baker May I I don't see I think he's a discipline. good quarterback discipline discipline but i don't see him. i don't think he's a bad quarterback i don't think he's a great i think he's a good quarterback he's a good quarterback who thinks he's a great quarterback
1: that's so that's so, another problem so if he could get his attitude in check and his ego in check yeah. he might actually have a good All season right, last one last one joe burrows um no
0: <laughs> no because of the team he plays on. No. no because you don't think he's the number one quarterback coming out of the draft so, And joe jo burrow is hard because it's hard to judge a rookie when he hasn't played an nfl game there, there's two. Ma- i think there's the problem with the NFL, there's a lot of there's a lot of good quarterbacks. It's not I'm not saying that, you know, Wentz isn't a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's as good as, you know, Dak Prescott or, or Matthew Stafford, but they aren't bad. They're just I just don't think they're as good because there's a lot of good talent in the league. Uh Joe Burrow, I'm I don't I'm gonna say no because he hasn't played an NFL snap. I don't it's fair. know. It's fair. I don't know how his college game will contribute to his program. Thank you guys for listening to the Sports Appeal. If you want to support me, follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. Also, follow me on TikTok at AJ.Teal. Share it with your mom. Share it with your grandma. Share it with a weird uncle. Share it with a friend. We are counting down the days until sports are back. Take care, everyone.